All right, welcome everyone to another Wednesday night shiur. Welcome all Torah Anytime viewers. And with I, like usual, we like to say lifelong lessons, right? First, we'll start off. What does the mean, the word Tetzaveh mean? What's the word Parashat Tetzaveh? You go over there. At the end of the day, what does the word mean, Tetzaveh? So, oh, who said that? Very good. What does, what's the underlying shortish? To know what a word is, you always got to find the root of the word. And once you find the root of the word, you can develop what the word actually is. So like he said, well, forgot. Remind me? Who said that? Nate. 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 So it's very good. He's saying, look, very simple. Tetzaveh comes the word of tzav, command. Now, where do we have the Torah elsewhere to command? to do the Korban Tamid. Every day, Aharon had to do the Korban Tamid. And they had to, of course, to donate money towards the Korban Tamid. Zecham is a shekel they gave. So over there, Rashi explains the word Tzav is a commemoration. Rashi says over there, says that it's like Lashon Ziruz. Miyad, to, to, to be energetic, to actually be energetic, mizarez yourself in order for the mitzvah. Now, what, what he's bring downs over there, Rashi also explains. He says, anytime a mitzvah has to do with chesron kis, anytime a mitzvah has to do with a loss of money, when money's coming out of your pocket, it's you always need extra zerizut for that. You need extra energy for that because there's a loss coming out of your pocket. So therefore, we need a tzav. You're commanded to do it. Oh, I'm commanded. Oh, something else. It's easy for me to give now. I have to make a zek the, 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 the thing. If I would tell you, listen, this is what we need ASAP. The guy did this. We need it right now. Guaranteed. I remember one time, I forgot what it was over here. We had, a, uh, we had somebody, oh, he was collecting money for a car, he couldn't. he couldn't come to shul. He, he didn't have money to even come to shul. I remember it was a car service that he needed to collect for. And I remember at the time, he said, if I can get, it was like $300, if I can get $300 for like, for like three months, that's it, I, I can't come to shul. So I got up at that moment, I remember I knew the person very well, I said, I made an announcement, that second, no joke, we got maybe four or $500 on the spot from everybody else, boom, chipped in two seconds, why was it tzav, it was command, you have to have that zedizut, you have to have that energy in order to give, right, when something comes out of your pocket, right. It's always energetic. I remember personally, I'll tell you a personal story about me, Ma'asid. I was growing up. I was about, uh, I would say, um, I would say I was 19, and uh, a, a shul called me up. And the shul called me up. He says, listen, we have a kid's minyan for you. We want you to run it. I said, no problem. And I'll call Panim. I go in the kid's minyan. I'm running it. I'm running it for like uh, three months straight, four months straight, five months straight. All of a sudden, 19-year-old kid, six, after six months, I wasn't even thinking about the paycheck. I wasn't even. All of a sudden, I get a check from the shul, uh, X amount of dollars for almost six months paying one shot. It's like, wow, I'll go to the bank and cash it in. Whoa, have a, have like a, it was a nice chunk of money, nice cash. So anyway, you know, you're young, you spend, you spend, you spend. All of a sudden, I realize, oh my goodness. I said, I'll give my said after. And I never, I didn't give my said yet. So I, I got postponed. I'll give my said, I'll give my said, I'll give a little said. Oh my goodness, then I'm, I'm at the last like few dollars. Now if I don't give this, this is Ma'asir right now. This, I, I'm, 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 I'm dipping in to, to, to Ma'asir. I said, oh, stop right here. 
But now imagine it's the last stack of your money that you with, that you have with you. So I said, you know what? I don't care. I said, I don't care. I said, I need Zrizut. I don't care. I walk out of my house. I'm telling you honest. I walk out of my house. I take the money. I said, the first person I'm going to see poor people that are collecting, I'm giving them the whole thing. I don't care. I'm not even thinking. I walk out. Two doors down from me, you know, there's a guy knocking on the door collecting Vitzlaka. I say, are you collecting for the charity? He said, yes. I say, here you go. He's like, whoa, I never got this so much before. <laughs> so right away, he's rizut. Because you need that hizuk sometimes in order to spend sometimes, you know. You know, you have sometimes a guy has a crazy house, you know. He spent for the marble. He spent for the, for the, for the, for the door handles. Every door handle, $1,000. Comes to Mezuzah. Rabbi, what's the cheapest one I have? Uh... <laughs> You want to cheap it out, but the, but the marble floor and the, the floor that you step on, now you don't care how much you spend. Take marble, travel to Italy, make sure you get the best designer, best this, best that. But when it comes to the mezuzah, what happened? All right, give me, what's the cheapest one I can get? When it comes to mitzvot, you always got to go large. When it comes to mitzvot, you always got to large. People do the opposite. When it comes to physical, full force. I'm on my, I'm on my vacation, Rabbi. I'm on my vacation. I get everything I want. There's that. I rented a boat, 2000 for the day. Crazy yacht. He takes a picture, puts it on his whatever. And check it out. Check me out. He's on top of the deck with a, with a Corona beer. Go like this with a big fat cigar. Look at that. The guy just spent that much money for that picture. Now comes a toilet. He's buying a new toilet. Listen. You have the, the cheaper brand, you know what I'm saying? It's expensive, $100 for Talet. Give me $75. And he starts marketing with the guy. Come on, for the police, you know how to spend. But that, that's why Torah, anytime a person has to spend, or how many times do we have by the love and etrog? Every time it happens, love and etrog, I'll wait to the last day, because then, what are they going to do with the etrog the last day? Uh, you go to the guy on the corner, he goes, listen, it's the last day anyway, you left with 30 of them, I'll, I'll give you 10 bucks. He's like, come on, 10 bucks. Meanwhile, I see the guy, that's what happens, that's what happens, because you need zerizut, when it comes to mitzvot of with, pertaining with money, you need zerizut, you need, to, you need that energy behind the mitzvah, you need it, you need it, just go all out. How many times Shabbat, same thing Shabbat, he goes to the flower store, he could buy a nice big bouquet of flowers, nice, for his wife, for Shabbat, for this, for the house, for that. What did he do? Oh, let me buy the chimpy, chinky, you know, like that, that, that. Why? If you really believe that at the end of the day, Hashem's paying you back, it doesn't get in your account, so what do you care? Of course, you have to spend wisely, I'm not going to tell you like that, but at the end of the day, you buy the best. The guy's going to buy a bottle of wine, kiddush, this, that. You buy the best, and it needs rizut. Now we know what sav means, that what? It's always on the mitzvah of what? When a person has to spend money on a mitzvah, come, let's take it back to tetzaveh. The lashon is tzav. What's the command that has to do with money? You know what it has to do? What it has to do? Because if you look, they were commanded to give shemen lamaor. What's shemen lamaor mean? Olive oil. They had to give olive oil every day to light the menorah in the Beit HaMikdash. Now, do you think it's expensive to get the olive oil? To, huh? We're, we're saying, Tzav is telling you, you need a zerizut. You need strength. You need a, a chizuk for the mitzvah. Because it has to do with pertaining with loss of money. What loss of money? You're donating olive oil. Is a loss of money. How much olive oil does it cost? You know what the answer is? The answer is that every olive oil 
the second you would squeeze the olive, that first drip would be counted for the menorah. After that, it's it. So you have to imagine, you have an olive, you have uh, hundreds of olives, right? Once, the second you squeeze it, the first drip that comes out, it has to be very, very uh, pure olive oil. The first drip that you come out, that's the olive oil that we use. So imagine how many drips do you need to fill up a, to fill up a, 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 a whole uh, candlelight? You need a lot. You know why? Because you have to understand, on the winter months, think about it. In the winter months, when does the day start? When does the night start? Six o'clock is uh, nightfall. Five thirty, nightfall. And when is the morning? Six thirty again. So you have twelve hours because it has to light the whole night. It has to light. So could you imagine how much olive oil you would need in order to fill up the jar? You needed a lot of olive oil. So that being the case, the Torah is giving you tzav, tetzaveh. Command them. You know why command them? Because they're going to need chizuk with that because it's a chisaron kis, it's a loss of money on their end. And therefore, mechazek them. Give them chizuk for this mitzvah. Because at the end of the day, it is going to be costly. At the end of the day, he's going to have each one. A dot is going to come out. A dot is going to come out. By the way, I saw one Sfarim, he brings down. He says, nowadays, what about the menorah? What do we do? He says, the people who's going to donate the electric bill for the, for the, for the what's it called? For the... For the for uh, everybody could see, it's like you donate a uh, Think about it. Without electric, you can't see the, the, the anything. How are you going to see a sidur? The guy, do, what's greater? The guy doing doing the sidur, the guy doing the lie. At least the lie, he has the electric bill. Rabbi, how much is the electric bill? If I got the electric bill, why? Because without the electric, nobody could see. The chazan can't see. You can't see the Torah. You can't see this. So therefore, I saw one of the sfarim says the the lights. That you have there, the person that sponsors, and you see many, many shuls, they have it. They have a whole section. It's called Shemin Lama'od. The, 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 the electric bill. They're paying, ah, ah, how much is the light this month? Here it is for you. Woo, wow. The electric bill. Isn't that amazing? You, get, you know how much schuyot you get just for the electric bill? People don't think like that, you know? They're thinking this, they're thinking that. Okay, yeah. everything is good. You have to know, everything is good. Because it's all one big part at the end of the day. But it's, it's in Yan, that at the end of the day, and I told you, some shuls, you'll see it, they have a sign uh, about Shemin Lama'od, it's called, right? Shemin Lama'od. The, 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 the oil, that instead of oil, they do the lights of the shul. The lights of the shul. Now, what I, so now, my question that I have for you guys is, I saw this from Mishran Rabbi, Rabbi Eliyahu Baruch. He was, a re, Rosh Hashim, he was a Rebbe in the Mir Yeshiva. He passed away young, but at the end of the day, he writes in his head, he says, I understand something. Go look at the Mishkan. Everybody knows what the Mishkan was. Tal, what was the Mishkan? It was the, Betamik, the uh, portable Beit HaMikdash, correct? Yes or no? So he says, by the Mishkan, what did they have to donate, Tal? They had to donate gold. They had to donate copper. They had to go donate all these purple wools. They had to donate a lot, a lot of things, correct? To, 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 to build the Mishkan is expensive, yes or no? Very expensive. Is that a loss of, of money from the people? Yes. So, the, so he asks, how come it doesn't say Tzav over there? If we're learning tonight... The meaning of tzav, a command, of course it means command, and in a, in, a, in, a, in a literal term, they use it when we're speaking about what? A monetary loss, if that's the case. Isn't that a monetary loss? The Mishkan, you gave money to that. It's a, you need chizuk with that. How come it didn't say anything about the Mishkan when you donate so much money? It didn't say anything about what? About a tzav, tzavveh. That, by, 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 what's it called? It shouldn't say terumah, give donation. It should say tzavveh. What did it say last week? Terumah. Oh, donate. It should say, say, command them to give. You know why? Because they need a chizuk, because you have a whole mishkan to build. Anybody want to give an answer? 
Of course you want to build it. Hey, hey, he said he wants, you don't need chizuk for that because you want to build it. So you also want to donate for the, for the, for the, for the, for the menorah. You also want to donate. It's part of the, part of the Beit HaMikdash. It's in the Kodesh. You have a whole menorah. You also want to donate, but it still tells you to tzaveh. You have an answer? Think, uh, what do you got? I think that maybe it's uh, not considered a monetary loss, but an, an expense instead. It's like, it's, I hear what he's saying. You know, you know, you know, you know, you want to give it from yourself rather than. Yeah, but that's, that's exactly what he's saying. But that, that you give it from yourself, but also, not you want to give it yourself. I'll, t- I'll tell you what he answers. I'll tell you what he answers. He says, listen to this. Such a beautiful point. Such a beautiful point. Listen to what he says. He says, if you think about it, tell you listening, he says, if you think about it, if you think about it, was it a daily thing in the menorah every day? Every day, right? It was a, da- a daily thing every day. Mishkan is a one-time project. Once we build the Mishkan, done. But everyday thing, to donate again and again and again and again and again, imagine I tell you, listen, every day, 100 bucks, 100 bucks, oh, here's a thousand, here you go. It's a different, 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 different thing, right? 100 bucks, 100 bucks, 100 bucks. I remember a guy, every day, he, he was, we have only one coin, right? Monday, Thursday, is one coin in the first minyan. In the first minyan, I'm very impressed about this Kohen, by the way. Now, first minyan, he's the only Kohen. Every Monday and Thursday, he always goes Kohen, and he always does every week, right on the spot, he pays cash, boom, boom, boom. It's, it, you, know what, you, know what's, you know what's happening to this guy? He's transforming. You know why? Because he's giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. It changes the person. You know, I'll tell you, honestly, I'll tell you, should I tell you something personally? You can go ask. I, where I learned, I learned Chaim Berlin, and on the side is a store, so they make sandwiches. So one time I got there, and on a side note, I'll tell you in parentheses, I get there, and I'm making my sandwich. So every day I go, I make a sandwich, uh, lunch, or breakfast, whatever, whatever after. So I'm going there every time. So the Spanish guy behind the counter, he's making me the sandwich. He says, you, you never give me tip. I was like, what are you talking about? And he says, I, I, like, I, have to give, I told you, you go to a restaurant, you give a tip. Now, if you're making my sandwich, I have to give you a tip? I'm like looking at him like, what are you? I don't want you to smoke, you know? What are you putting in the sandwiches? So all of a sudden, the guy tells me, you never give me a tip. And he said it again. He said it twice. And I'm looking. And I see he gives the sandwich, not my sandwich, a different sandwich to a different guy that ordered. And I see that guy gives $2 tip. And he looks at him. And the Spanish guy tells him, you see, he gives tip $2 and he's like, I'm thinking to myself, what, do I have to give a tip? Do I have to give a tip? You know, I said to myself, and he could ask the Spanish guy, when I go in, he can pull my face, this is what happened. I say, you know what? I'm going to start giving this guy a tip. <laughs> you don't understand what I do, you know? I go inside, say, you know, I'll give you a tip. Every day, I give him a dollar. Every day. Every day I'm telling you, go ask the guy. Every day, it's on, uh, what's it called? I don't want to give advertising. but <laughs> says, uh, I'll tell you after, I'll tell you after, but, but he says like this, he says like this, he says like this, then he's going to tell me, you're talking, to, you're talking about me, this, that, he's going to know, yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to watch the show, somebody's going to say to him, oh, this is your, you made it, you made it on Tony Dom, you made it, and then all of a sudden he's going to come to me, embarrass me in front of public, anyway, so I'll tell you like this, I started giving every day a dollar, nonstop, every day, I get my sandwich, I give him a dollar, 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 finally, you know what it made me? Now, on an on, on, on automatic, you know how the people are like knocking on your door? You know how sometimes people ask for tzedakah, they knock on your door? It gets, I got to the point where it's so used to me giving that dollar, dollar, dollar. Of course, for a Jewish person, I'm going to give more. 
you know, he's in need, I'm going to give him, I'm not going to give him a dollar. He's not a Spanish guy. I'm going to give him, uh, you know, substantial, you know, I'm not going to give him a dollar. So I, I got to the point, I got to the point, you know, you, you, have to, you have to size it up. You see a guy, you see a guy, he's coming from Israel, he, he's, he's pale or whatever it is, and, and he's collecting for his uh, third wedding that he has to make for his daughter, and he doesn't have a dollar, and he came straight here. I don't know, I feel bad. Firstly, I feel bad giving him a dollar. You give him five, ten, twenty, I don't know, whatever I feel, but a dollar, no. So bottom line is, the last few days, I've seen them. They don't even come to my door. I know for some reason, I go to them, I say, hey, thank Hey, thank I was like, wow, look what this Spanish guy did to me. With one dollar tip, it made me even a bigger giver. Just give, give, give. It just automatic, automatically came to me. And then I'll tell you another story. The same week, the same day, I was walking on Coney Island. As I'm walking on Coney Island, I see a guy. I remember one time he asked me for money. One time he asked me for money. And he's a, a little nebuch, I would say. And I see that he was looking into a pizza store, into the glass of the pizza store. I don't know why. I got, just to give, I went over to the guy. And I slipped him like a, you know, like a $5 bill. $5 bill, here you go. He looks at the $5. He's like, how'd you know I wanted some money? Wow, he's looking like I'm a Navi. How'd you know? I was like, just take it, no problem, you know? What happened? It's automatic. It trains you to give, 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 give. So on a daily basis, though, it's much harder. Now I'm thinking, you know, I have to give him a tip every day. I think twice. Should I get the sandwich. I go to the other guy. I get it. You know? <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> Let me ask the other Spanish guy. Thinking he doesn't. But at the end of the day, it trains you to give. But at the end of the day, you know what it is? You know what the Torah is teaching you? When it's a mitzvah of loss, it's not loss really because it's all going to your Gan Eden. It's all going straight to your bank. It's a, it's a like direct bank account money, by the way. Every time they gave, even though I, the Torah is saying it's a loss, it's really not a loss. When you, when you spend from its mitzvah, it's not a loss. It's going straight to your direct bank account. Just you don't see it going direct bank account. But the second you go after 120, they're going to give you a big check. Oh, these are all your balances that you took with you. You know, this is what you gave. This is what you, this is what you have. This is what your worth is. So in any case, so that's why he says, Tetzaveh. Because over here, the menorah, you're giving on a daily basis. Again and again and again and again. You're right. Eventually, you get used to it, used to it, used to it. But until you get used to it, you need the chizuk of what? Of always conti- continuously giving. But by the Mishkan, it was a one-time, uh, one-time donation. Here you go. You built the Mishkan. I'll see you later. Over here, daily. That's a vet. Sav. You have to command the person in order to mechazek the person. <coughs> by the way, this is a bigger soul than everything in life. Anything that is done consistently, you always need chizuk. You heard that? Again, I'll repeat myself. Anything that's done consistently, you always need hizuk. How many times you have the daf yomi? Right? You have the daf yomi. Have you heard daf yomi? Everybody heard it. My marriage, Harry Shapiro, started daf yomi. Every day, go look at every person who gives the daf yomi. Tell them in the beginning, after the siyum, berachot, the whole shul is packed. Everybody's starting berachot. They're starting the first mistake with a bang. Go start Shabbat. Also, have daf three quarters. It'll be... You know, what happened? You know why? Because that's consistency. Every day, every day, you're like a truck. You don't stop. Ta, ta, ta. Go look every day in the end. Sometimes it per- but you know what? You get used to it eventually. But he needs chizuk in the beginning. Every day, imagine not missing shiur every single day coming to shiur or coming to minyan, not missing one minyan. That needs big chizuk. That needs big chizuk. You know, one guy told me, called me up, he said, Rabbi, it was actually his uh, fiance. She called me up and she said, Rabbi, my, uh, my, 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 uh, my husband listened to you to Torah anytime. 
five years he didn't miss one minyan, I want you to give him a shout out and I want to send it, send it to him, you know? She made, she made, she made like, let's say, uh, 10 rabbis together. All the rabbis, you'll see, it's like a video. Oh, shout out to, da, 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 for going five years, not missing one day in Minya. Why? Because it's chizuk. It's chizuk. It's chizuk. Yes, it's chizuk. And people take, you should know, people take very big pride on it. Some people on the next level. Minya to them, it's a, it's a piece of cake. They got to the level of that. So what do they do? Go, go try learning every single day without missing school. You know what happens? Sometimes a person's hard. Why? Because the consistency is very hard to make. But guess what? Consistency equals success. You got that? It's a very big term, by the way. Consistency equals success. If you're a flaky guy, whether it be in religion, whether it be in business, whether it be in a, a fatherhood, whether it be in husbandhood, buddy, uh-uh-uh. Imagine a mother. Imagine a wife. Imagine a lady. Imagine she's not consistent. She's flaky. One day she's in the mood to make dinner. The next day she's not in the mood to make dinner. Honey, could you bring pizza? Okay, the first time. Okay, no problem. Okay, now every, every three days, honey, I'm not in the mood to cook. Uh, I'm not, whoa. You know, how, you know how consistent a woman has to be? Nah, nah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I see. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't want to point fingers on here. At the end of the day, people know, man. At the end of the day, ladies, the people who are going to get married, you're going to see, oh, my wife, that's a, that's a great accomplishment. She's consistent. Imagine a wife, a woman, cooking every single night dinner for her husband and for her family. This is a pro. This is a champion. She's a champion. She's doing like what God does. God supports the Noten Nechem Nechom Asad. Ramila says she's no different than, uh, than the Kohen making Korban. There's no difference. Miller says that. Miller says it. He writes it. He says, think about it. She's feeding. She's on the grill. Feeding what? Feeding her husband. Feeding her children. Feeding that. That's a great accomplishment. And she's doing it every day. Consistency, Rabotai. Consistency. It's the same thing a person goes to the gym. All right? Or a guy goes on a diet. You'll see. 40 days. I got skinny. He's proud of it. I got so skinny. What happens? I see him three months later. He started, he started pounding. Huh? He started pounding. Huh? You couldn't control the donuts, the donuts. Rabbi was Hanukkah. It was a new, I should have started after Hanukkah. I started a month before Hanukkah. And Hanukkah came, I lost it, the donuts. You go wherever you go, caramel, cheesecake, donut, this donut, crazy. You know what I'm talking about, Hanukkah? You go look, forget about it. But bottom line is, bottom line is, bottom line is, you see, you see that what? The people that are consistent and rigid always coming out to be the winner. Always coming out. Go look at any, let's say you're playing ball. Go look at the best basketball players. The best, your, 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 your friends, I'm sure you play ball. Who are the best players? The, the players that are consistently practicing the game, practicing the game. They become good. I remember I was, I was one time, I was playing ball. Back in the day, back in the day when I was in high school. I was in high school, I saw a guy. The guy was a pro. He wasn't missing a three-pointer. Oh, like this. So what does this guy do? Every three-pointer, the guy gets a three-pointer. And every shot, boom, boom, boom. Say, what is this? I asked him, I said, can you tell me, can you tell me, what's the secret? So you know what I do when I come home? So what? I do my homework, eat dinner. I go, to the, I go to, the, to the gym to play ball. He says to me, he stacks, you know those racks? That, you know what I'm talking about? You have balls and the racks and this, that. He stacks three of them, maybe like, uh, uh, maybe like a hundred of them, and straight for three hours. And the guy, consistent. Every day, he doesn't miss. Every day. And guess what? He's successful. So therefore, it's a great lesson that we learn. 
Really take it in, especially when it comes to spirituality. Because you know what? If you want to accomplish something spiritually, you got to be on your game. You got to be on your A game. It's not one day yeah, one day not, one day yeah, one day not, one day yeah, one day not. The guy's like a yo-yo. What happened to you? The guy's a yo-yo. What happened? I'm here, I'm there, I'm there. Don't get me wrong. At least, you know, I told one guy, he came, to, uh, came this morning actually, he came to sit with me. He said, the duty of you me? He said, to be honest, for the last 14 years, I've been going two days, but in 49 years, I'll be finished because I go once every, you know, he, he was trying to, he, he doesn't go every day, but he, he catches it, he'll eventually catch it. That's what he tells me. He's making a joke. He's making a joke, but the point that I'm trying to bring over here, the point that we're trying to say is that those who are consistent, look at Rabbi Yashif. Look at, look at how Vadya Yosef, Azatzal. How did he make it to be the greatest in the generation? Nobody does it. Everybody knows who Chavadiyah Yosef is. Imagine, imagine I tell Tahamra, everybody, the whole world is going to know about Tahamra. Imagine the whole world. Whoa, how? How? Consistency. Everyone's going to know about yeah? Everyone's going to imagine the whole world, they're going to take a picture of you, put it on their dining room like Chavadiyah. Right? Everybody has this picture on the dining room, something like that. They take a picture, they put them on the dining room, they have this, and the sukkah, everybody has this picture on the sukkah. How did, he, how did he get so successful? Tell me. How did this person, Gadol Hador, Gaon, Atsum, genius of a generation, how did he become so successful? How did the Chafetz Chaim print out a sefer called the Mishnah Berurah that every single yeshiva in the world and every single Jewish household has the Chafetz Chaim, has the Mishnah Berurah. How, how did he do that? You know what he did? He was consistent. He said, this is what I'm doing, and I'm not stopping. And he wrote every single day, he saw Shabbat, Yom Tov, and everything like that. You know what I'm talking about. But every day he wrote. And guess what? You know how many distractions he had? You know his, I believe his son-in-law passed away in the middle of the, of, of, of the writing. And if I'm not mistaken, even his daughter, I believe. Even his daughter, I believe. And it was the last segments. And he got up and he said, Yetzirah, Yetzirah. You will not stop me and I'm going to continue. And he continued after the Shabbat. He continued. People, people, oh, one thing goes wrong. I lost this. I'm depressed. I don't come for three months to shul. <laughs> what happened? Oh, you know, I lost 100 grand. He lost his family member. And right after Shabbat, he's going back and doing his work because this is what he committed to and this is what he's going to do. You want to be successful? Be consistent. You commit to something, I'm going the full way. How many times I have it myself? I have it by, by, by people trying to get the guy to come and learn. So I said, let's finish a Mesechet. Let's finish from cover to cover. Small Mesechet. You want to finish by Yishinol? Let's finish by Yishinol. From cover to cover. Okay, when are we starting? We're starting uh, this? Okay, no problem. Comes the first three days, four, then he comes once a week. What happened? How, how do you expect to get front row in Gan Eden if you're not committed consistently to the growth of getting your front row of Gan Eden? Tell me, I, I, I don't understand. Everybody wants a, a big, you know, one guy told me, Rabbi, call Yisrael Yeshem Heglam Abba. The guy, the, guy, the guy says, All Klai Yisrael has a Heglam Abba. The guy was a wise guy. He says, So therefore, the guy's chilling. He's having, I, I was with him one, one day. He's smoking. He's looking at me, Rabbi, you know, he's like a tough guy. Rabbi, you know, doesn't the Torah say everybody has a chelik of Olam Everybody has a piece in the portion of Olam Abba? So I have a portion. What do I have to... The answer is, what kind of portion are you going to have? You want a back, back, back seat with a, with a nosebleed? You can't even uh, this. Uh, or you want front row. You want front row, but you know what? 
You got to work consistent. Consistent. It's not a one-time thing. Oh, let me pop in. Let me this. Let me that. No, 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 no. You want to be successful in getting front row in Gan Eden, getting close to Hashem. You want to get close to Hashem? It's not a one-time deal. It's every time. It's training. It's training. We said last week, you got to be a warrior. You have to train to be front row in Gan Eden. You have to train to get close to Hashem. What do we speak about over here? We always say it over here, and everybody knows. You know, getting close to Hashem, we said needs training. How many people over here, before they walk out of their door, they kiss the mezuzah saying, Hashem, please help me leave safely and come back safely. You think you can walk out the door with that, with, with just like that? God has to make you safe before. Yeah, that's what it is. And you think, oh yeah, regular day, there's that walk. You know what happened to me over here right now? I parked, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a shortcut from East 14 to East 13. Over there, right? So I parked, I found, it happens to be, I was driving around the block, coming like that, I found parking right behind the shul. There's a pathway, you go in. So I'm very excited. <laughs> I did, I found the parking right there. I go, I go in the back. Come As I'm doing it, I see, if you go look, check it out, the guy started doing construction in the back. So I finally get there, and I see a whole mud pile, a whole this, a whole that. I'm like, oh my goodness. Now you imagine, you got to go all the way. I say, you know what, I'm going to just pass this mud, and I'll go. I pass the mud. Guess what? I get to the fence. The fence, the guy put a whole big lock on the thing. I was like, oh my goodness, Hashem. I got to go back to the mud, back around. It. I said, look, 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 look at you, Hashem. You think you, you know, even pass this without my permission? You need permission. I'm going to put mud. I'm going to this. You don't ask permission. All right? Could be I didn't kiss him in his eyes. Say, oh, let me get safely. No, Joe. But it's got to be in your bloodstream, you know? It's got to be in your bloodstream. You know, Baruch Hashem, I'm going to talk about Torah any time. Baruch Hashem, you know how successful they are? Baruch Hashem, they should continue having the success. You know, you know I spoke to one of the, one of the, one of the guys in Torah any time. You know, you know what he told me? He said, my blood is Torah any time. Meaning to, meaning to say, meaning to say, it's, it's, it's higher than his life. He's ready to give up his life for Torah any time. When you committed like that, to get close to Hashem, where you, where you tell me my blood is Hashem. What's my blood? Yud care, vav care. That's what I breathe and smell, and that's what I, that's why, ah, oh, that's my whole being, Hashem. Then, then, wow, then we're talking. Then, whoa, look at this guy, progressing. This is progressing, but it's a constant basis. It's not a one-time deal when I feel high on Torah. Oh, Rabbi, I got into it again. Okay, two months later, Rabbi, I fell out. Okay, I got, I got back in. Hello. You, you, know, you know the famous athletes? You know, they interviewed Jordan once. He was playing a championship game. Once, they remember... They were interviewed. And he played with the flu. And he won. He said, how'd you do it? He said, what do you mean? I'm going to quit now? I don't quit. Play with the flu. They, hello? Usually you flu, you're home, you're this, you're that, that, that. He played a game with... I don't miss, champion. I don't miss. But he gave it his all his God. That's what we have to do to Hashem. We got to give it all his God. But it's not... It's not... Oh, uh, You know, when we feel like it... Oh, today I'm not in the mood... So therefore, I'm tired. It's snowing out. Everything has to be a whole, uh, come on. Everything has to be an excuse. Everything has to be an excuse. Shabbat comes. Oh, he's excited to go to shul. He walks out his door. It's pouring rain. Oh, he shuts the door. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going today. <laughs> come on. Like, like, like the rain is going to make you melt? I don't understand. It's going to make you melt? 
I understand. I get the biggest chizuk. You know where I get the biggest chizuk from? I look when it's raining. I see the mailman going in his hoodie, in the, in, the, in the rain jacket, walking and giving out the mail. I said if the guy could give out the, the mail, I could go to shul and it's pouring rain as well. Think about it. Think about it. It's not a... It's every day. Every day consistent. Every day consistent. Every day consistent. And guess what? Guess what? You will have siyata dishmaya. Hashem will be... No, it's fact. It's not a berachah. It's fact. It's bad. I'm telling you, it's fact. It's, not a, it's, it's fact. It's fact. You will have siyata dishmaya. No question about it. Hashem will bless you. You know why? Because he need Again, we spoke last week about warrior. You got to be a warrior. Who's warriors? Who's warrior? You know what a warrior is? A warrior is a person that no matter what situations he's in, he's going to do what he's going to have to do. And guess what I was telling Jack Hayes in the morning? I said, it's all in the mind. It's all a mind game, by the way. It's all a mind. What do I mean by mind game? If you put your head, you get your mind control over your instincts and your body. And you say, mind, I'm doing this, do or die. That's it. How many times, ladies, they call me, I say, well, what is my uh, friend going to say? And what is my in-law going to say? And what is this? What is that? If you're committed, or a guy, he always wants to learn Torah, but for some reason, he, he, he's not consistent 100% and there's that. You say in your mind, I don't care, and things will happen. And you'll see things going to happen that's going to challenge you. Where you say over here this time, I remember somebody told me once, and I'll never stop. Somebody told me once, he's like, if you take me on a treadmill, I'll always win. I said, why? He said, if we have a race on a treadmill, two people on a treadmill, me versus you. If we go on that treadmill, who's winning, me or you? He said, I will, this guy told me I'll always win. I said, why? He said, because my mindset of winning is two things that's going to happen. Either I'm going to go on the treadmill and I'm going to win, or I'm not going to stop until I die. Because yeah. this guy's not winning me. So it's either I'm out or I won. When you have a mindset like that, you're a champion. You're, you're, you're a different level. You're a different level. And that's why, and that's why the chizuk, if you look, four things needs chizuk tamid. You always need chizuk on. One of those things is Torah learning. One of those things is Torah learning. Why? Because sometimes you're in it, sometimes you're out of it, automatically. For example, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that. Then you're that. You forget about it for a second. No, no, no. Back to the Gemara. No, no, no. Back to the Torah. No, no, no. Back to the Shurim. Back to Torah anytime. Back to learning. Back to this. Back to that. When you do that, you'll see much success in your life and guaranteed you'll have Siyatah Dishmaya. Amen. 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 Amen